From Harvest Time, Faith Center Church in Vidalia, Georgia, this is the Faith Center Broadcast. Prepare your hearts to receive the powerful Word of God from the dynamic teaching ministry of Dr. Bernard and Valentina Hill. And now, let's join the Faith Center with Dr. Bernard and Valentina Hill. All right, let's make our word of confession. Repeat after me. This is my Bible. <clears throat> Come on, say it like it's yours. This is my Bible. I am what it says that I am. I can do what it says I can do. I am a believer and not a doubter. I'm a doer and not just a hearer. And my life is better after having heard the word of faith. Faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing by the word of God. In Ephesians chapter 2, starting at verse 18, it says, For though for through him we both have access by one spirit unto the Father. Now therefore, you are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God, and are built upon the foundations of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone, in whom all the building fifth framed together groweth unto a holy temple in the Lord, in whom you also are built together for inhabitation of God through the Spirit. You may be seated. We're uh, going to we're continuing on. Uh, we're going to close out tonight on um, uh, the series uh, we're doing on other modern day apostles. And on last week, um, we um, start off looking at uh, the uh, signs of 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 an apostle signs of an apostle. And we begin to talk about those things that, um, that, that brings, the, that, uh, that qualifies a person to be an apostle. And we've, we've looked at the first two of them. We, we've talked about uh, how that an apostle had to have seen the Lord or, or an eyewitness of Jesus' resurrection. Uh, we find that in Acts chapter 1 verse 22. And then we, uh, the second thing that they have to do in order uh, to be an apostle, uh, an apostle had to be specifically selected by the Lord or the Holy Spirit. And uh, we talked about how, that, how Jesus had specifically chose uh, people out uh, to be that. And then uh, the third one, we left off on this one right here, the third sign of an apostle <coughs> was uh, investment with miracle, miraculous power. Uh, to the extent that he could perform miracles, to the extent they can perform miracles. And we stopped off on last week looking at uh, these particular signs. And we got down to this, to this third sign um, of, of the apostle. And, and we began to look at in the scriptures on uh, uh, this whole thing of, of the miracle uh, workings of, of, the, of the particular apostles. Now, if you would, just for the way of reviewing, uh, if you could turn with me in your Bibles, uh, to uh, 2 Corinthians chapter, um, chapter 12, 2 Corinthians chapter 12, because here I've read before that um, the Apostle Paul here uh, to them um, talked about uh, these this signs being proof of his apostleship. Are you there? It says in verse 11, it says, for nothing am I Paul, Paul talking about him behind the very chiefest apostles, though I be nothing. 
truly the signs of an apostle were wrought among you in all patience, in signs and wonders and mighty deeds. And so we see here the apostle Paul talks about that the signs of the apostle were wrought or worked among the people. In other words, they seen these things working that only apostles can do, all right? And so uh, through the scriptures we find out that um, uh, they specifically uh, 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 pointed to things that they were doing as proof of their apostleship, to prove that they had been selected by uh, Jesus Christ uh, to be um, apostles. Now turn from your Bibles to uh, Mark chapter 16. Mark 16. <clears throat> here in Mark 16 here, um, it talks about the same thing, these, these signs follow. In other words, proof they are what they are. All right, are you there? And look at verse 20, it says, and they, talking about the apostles, went forth and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following. You all see that? And so in order for God, we find out, in order for God to give proof of something uh, in the person's life, there is something that is there as the proof that that person is what it is that they say that they are. And so because uh, they meet uh, the requirements. All right, turn, turn with me in your Bibles to uh, Acts chapter 2. See, because these, um, this miracle working power was given to the apostles to bear witness that they were God's messengers and that they were speaking the very words of God. It was, it was the proof of it. You got it? And so a lot of people uh, operate under the false assumption um, that all Christians in the early church were working miracles. Um, and, and this is simply not true. All of them wasn't doing that. It's just right here in Acts chapter 2, verse 43. says, And fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done by the who? By the apostles. So here, the, the Bible here talks about uh, the apostles doing uh, the great signs and, and, and things happening in, in their life. You know, one of the scriptures uh, that, that come to, another scripture come to my mind uh, was um, in Acts chapter 16. You can, you can make a note of it. Uh, you go to Acts chapter 16, Paul and them was going and praying and um, uh, daily for daily prayer and everything. They were going and, and doing what they were doing. And the Bible says that uh, there was this damsel that was following them who had a spirit of divination. <coughs> and uh, uh, she, she was running behind Paul saying that he was a man of God, that he was doing what he was doing, God had called him to do. You all know the story, then Paul himself uh, uh, identified because of his apostleship, he identified the spirit that was within her. In other words, he had discernment of spirits and the scripture says that Paul spoke to that spirit and, and, uh, to come out of that woman and that spirit came out of that woman. And uh, they, were, they were thrown in prison and, and uh, 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 great things began to happen. The point, the reason why I brought that up there is because in the, in the scenario that was going on, there was two people that was there, Paul and Silas, but Paul was the one who had the power to do what it was that was going on. And then when they were, when they were in prison, it was Paul, not Silas, who was giving the information to the jailer about what it is that he needed to do in order for him to be saved. Paul said, don't kill yourself now because salvation is coming to your house. Right, because that was the work of the apostles we, we're going to begin to see here. In, uh, in them working the miracles, the, the miracles 
that was wrought in their life, the things that they'd done, was God giving proof of their apostleship. And you remember last week, you know, we, uh, <coughs> I brought up last week that, uh, you, know, you know, people, they, uh, uh, you know, th they don't do what they've done. Because if you go back and you study the, the miracles the apostles done, you'll find some uh, great things done. It's just like <coughs> when uh, the man came to Peter and him for him to be healed, he said, you know, for, for, you know, for money. Peter said, silver and gold don't have enough, but, but such as I have, give I unto you. In the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. Now, if you go and you study the condition of this man, you, you, we, we can have, all of us, we've seen somebody in wheelchairs before, right? A person who has, who, a person who can, who can never walk, uh, they could be uh, paraplegic, whatever. There's no muscle in their legs and nothing but skin and bone. And the scripture says that Peter says, talks to this man and says, such as I have, give I unto you. And he grabs it in the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. And he walked and strength, the body said, comes to his neck. In other words, where there was no muscle at, muscle formed just like that. Which was the sign of, his, of the authority that he had as an apostle. You'll see that happening today. In, in, my, in my study of this, I, was, uh, I looked at a lot of things that, uh, that uh, doctors have done in the past. Uh, you know, people <coughs> say that, you know, they have these big crusades and all these folk got healed and everything. Well, what they done, right, was they went back and they began to trace all of these people, right? And they found out that didn't none of it happen. When they start medically examining these people. Now, I... I am not saying that there is no healing today. What I am saying is there is no healers today. You got it? There's no healers. Big difference. But that's, that's just like, uh, like I say, you know, there is no prophets today, but there is the gift of prophecy. Amen. All right? So, um, so we see them working these miracles uh, uh, and, and, and they they done those things um, and uh, they done them they done them in uh, in great ways now um, turn with me in your Bibles to uh, Acts chapter 5 Acts 5 All right he says this right here in verse 12 Acts 5 and 12 it says and by the hands of the apostles were many signs and wonders wrought among the people. And so um, if, if, if everybody have it, why would they have to labor out the, the, the apostles? If everybody, if all believers had it. Now when it talks about here among the people, it was not talking about just any group of people. All right? It was talking about the people because, you know, in order for uh, miracles to be released, faith has to be present. And we see that even in the ministry of Jesus, that faith had to be present in order for power to be released from Jesus. We see that with the woman uh, with the issue of blood and, and, and so on and so forth. And so it was not just any, any people that it was doing, that there was going to, it was to believers that this stuff was happening to in the early church. Just go, just go check me out. Just go check me out because I, I love y'all checking me out. Y'all looking at me, you know, like, you know, what he talking about? No, so <clears throat> in, in the Bible, uh, when, when the apostles performed miracles, it was never done in the dark. It was always in the open. 
where people can really see it with on. Because in that day, they wore robes. Remember the man with it? They wore robes. They seen what was going on with them. And then immediately he sees this. This thing happens. And the Bible says with Peter, the man jumps up straight. Are you on Acts 4? And it says this in verse 14. And beholding the man which was healed, standing with them. Watch this now. Now, now he's with the Jewish leaders. Somebody called me. I got a phone call. Go over there. I got a phone call. Your brother. No. Look at my sis. No, these are, these are the high priests, these Jewish leaders here. And beholding the man which was healed standing with them, they could say what? Nothing. Nothing against it. But when they had commanded them to go aside out of the council, they conferred among themselves, watch this, saying, what shall we do to these men for that Indeed, a noble miracle hath been done by them is manifest, watch this, because it's always done and open, to all them that dwell in Jerusalem, and we cannot deny it. In other words, in the, in the apostles' life, when they done something, there could not be any denying of it, that it was done. Everybody can investigate it, and they're going to come back with the conclusion that it was done. And I promise you that it's not happening today. See, it is easy to deny the works of the so-called apostles today. They are often heard about secondhand, and, they, uh, and the tales seem to grow with, with the telling. Because they have people out there who research these things uh, that, uh, that these people do. And so the Bible is very clear. Um, that if you compare the miracles of the apostles in the Bible to those who say that they're apostles today, uh, there's no comparison. You can't compare it. I, you know, there was, uh, I was, uh, Brother Wilcox and I, we were, uh, we, were, I was, we were talking today, right? And uh, uh, he was talking to, uh, about, uh, I, I, I guess it's, the guy called himself an apostle, right? Right, he called himself an apostle, right? All right, he was talking to on 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 the, uh, what's that thing called? Facebook, on that Facebook thing. <clears throat> he was talking to him on Facebook, right? This guy was talking about all this in there right there. And then uh, Brother Wilcox asked him, he said, explain this scripture right here to me. Just explain this one right here. What Paul says, and last I seen him. And this guy who say he is an apostle said, let me get back with you. <laughs> and I asked him, I said, have he got back with you? And he said, no. Because, see, the evidence is stacked against them. When, when you are committed to the truth of the word of God, the evidence is stacked against all of them. It can't be because you don't meet the qualifications because you haven't seen Jesus. You haven't performed miracles and he really didn't call. 
And so this here gets me to what we have, false apostles. And so the Bible tells us that there were not only true apostles, but there was also false apostles. Turn with me in your Bibles to 2 Corinthians chapter 11. And this is a stern warning. And the consequences that await those who claim to be apostles but are not. This is what the B-I-B-L-E say. See, I don't care what these people say. It's what the Bible say. Now, it's, it's like I told y'all. When I, once I, I, I uh, finished teaching this, somebody asked me, is, is it any uh, uh, you know, apostles and things like that today? I'm saying, you know, just get the series. Because, you know, just get it. Because the evidence is just stacked against you. I don't care what you say. And then for these, these females to be calling themselves apostles, that, that there is just a... All right, watch this. Watch it. This, this is the Bible. <coughs> he says, uh, look at verse 13. It says, for such are false apostles, deceitful workers. Watch this. Transforming themselves into the apostles of Christ. Watch this. And he says, and no more, or don't be marveled about that. Don't be surprised. For Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. Therefore, it is no great thing if his ministers also be transformed as the ministers of righteousness, whose ends should be according to their works. Why would, why would they call them false? Because they hadn't seen Jesus. They were not performing the miracles as the signs of the apostle, and Jesus didn't call them. They were not hand-selected by Jesus. And the Bible here says that all of them are false apostles whose end is going to be according to their works. And what's their work? Their works are works of iniquity. They're evildoers. All right, now, now, let me, the Bible says, out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word be established. So is that the only place that it talks about this? Turn with me in your Bibles to Revelations chapter 2. Watch this. In Revelations chapter 2, Jesus commanded the church of Ephesus because of what they've done. Watch this, he says. Now, see, because they were, see, they were able to spot false apostles. He says this. Revelation chapter 2, look at verse 2. I know thy works and thy labor and thy patience and how thou canst not bear them which are what? Evil. And thou hast tried them which say they are apostles and are not and hast found them what? Liars. Found them liars. This last, you know, he talked Church of Ephesus. Last book of the Bible. John on the island of Patmos, he's writing this. All the other apostles are gone. They're dead. And he says, all of them calling them as apostles, you know how to spot them. And they're liars. They're liars. 
they're liars. So it's easy to spot false apostles today since there are no true apostles today. And anyone who claims to be an apostle is a false apostle. Because number one, they weren't called by Jesus to be an apostle. Number two, they haven't seen Jesus after his resurrection. They have not performed the miracles of the apostles. When you go back, and I, you know, history tells you a lot. And that's why I always bring up history to you all. If you go back and you study church history, after the, after, uh, well, John, John was still living during this time. And uh, people come up who was up under Paul and Peter and them and all those. You look at their writings and things. So they never talked about doing miracles in the sense of how the apostles done it. Now, mind you, there is the gift of miracles, but not of, of healing, but there is no healers. But when you look at them right, a few things that they never do, they never claim to be a part of any of the three qualifications that the Bible put out for an apostle. And they were taught by Peter, they were taught by Paul, and they were taught by John. If there was anyone who, if you want to say, what, would want to be called that, uh, those things, Silas was with Paul. The, the man who wrote two-thirds of the New Testament. He was with him everywhere, but he never called himself an apostle. When Paul is writing to the, pastor, the pastoral epistles. First, second Timothy and Titus are pastoral epistles. And you never see them talk about the office of an apostle. It is bishop, elder, overseer, deacons. He didn't say if anyone desired the office of an apostle. He said if you desire the office of a bishop. Right? He desires a great work. So, I, uh, I prefer, prefer to, uh, I prefer to go with uh, what the scripture says and not with what others may say about it or, or them clinging to what they say that they are when they are just liars. And everyone who calls themselves an apostle is a liar because they don't meet the qualifications. Because it's not what he'll say it. It's what the Bible says. And it says. And they are, say that they are apostles and are not. And has found them to be liars. That's what the Bible says. They're liars. Now, I know. <coughs> uh, Facebook and, and, um, and other places, and people are going to hear uh, and talk about that. And it's not going to change what it is because uh, the Bible says in our text, Paul says concerning them, if Satan can appear as an angel of light. What about his ministering spirits? 
So the ministry, the, the, they, they can, regardless of who they are, they, the Bible says, are ministering spirits of Satan. And so you know what? <clears throat> I'm, I'm giving all the information that the Bible gives us. You can take it or leave it. You can go, you can run, you can call yourself an apostle, you can go run with them. I don't care. But in the end, the word of God is going to be and prove that it is so. Amen. And so, <clears throat> you have the evidence. And like I said, you know, I tell people, you know, all the time, you know, what, what, I, what I teach, you know, I pay for the airtime. And we go through the Bible. We call through the scriptures. And we look at what the scriptures say. Not, not, what you, not what you want it to say. I'm talking about what does it say? What does it really say? And you have to, you'll find out if, if, if the scriptures is the final authority in your life, you would have to go with what the scripture says. And the scripture says there's no one that qualifies. Like I said, you can, call, you can call yourself whatever you want to call yourself, but do you qualify? It's just like people call themselves Christians and, and uh, they don't qualify. I like, uh, I'm going to close with this right here. I like, but uh, uh, Wilcox was telling me, he told the, the guy who said he was an apostle and didn't call him back. He asked me, he says, you know, we have a cancer center here in Vidalia. He said, what I want you to do is, he said, go over there. And t what's, that, what's that doctor? What is it called? Who? Oh, oncologist. Go over there and tell them you're an oncologist, that you won't work with folk with cancer. Why are they not going to let him do that? He ain't qualified. He ain't qualified. And in the Bible, God give us the qualifications for everything. And if you don't meet the qualifications and you say that you are, you are a liar. Just like if that guy who called himself an apostle go and say he's an oncologist, he's a liar. Because he doesn't meet the qualifications that the manual says that he have to have in order for him to do it. He's not licensed to do it. And so you have to meet the qualifications. And that's why the scripture gives us the qualifications for everything. It does not just give us the qualifications for the apostle. It gives us the qualifications for the bishop. It gives us the qualifications for the elder. It gives us the qualifications for the deacon. It gives us the qualifications for the overseer. It gives us the qualifications and if there were, was still the office of apostle, when Paul was talking about the church, leadership, he would have said it because the Holy Spirit would have told him to say it. Because he is the instructor of how the church is to function. And so like I was saying earlier when we first saw that, that's why... <laughs> Excuse me, if you go to a lot of really mainstream denominations, now the highest office that is in those denominations is a bishop. That's the highest you can go. Because, the, because back then they understood that there was no apostles, that the bishop was it. That's all he was. They didn't have anything else. This stuff, like I said, you, you just search it out. 
you find out this is just something recent that just happened, that started. Because like I said, when I got saved in 84, when nobody called themselves no apostle. Who saved before 84? Raise your hand if you saved before 84. Because I ain't heard, I haven't heard, I, 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 wasn't, I wasn't hearing it back then. I wasn't hearing it. People doing that. <coughs> and so, uh, you know, that's how it is. So it is. There. I know apostles, they don't, don't be fooled. Do not be fooled uh, with that. The foundation was laid by the apostles and prophets. Jesus Christ is the cornerstone. And once the foundation is laid, that's it. That's all it is. And so, uh, I'm finished. <laughs> Let's all stand. We're going to pray. Oh, y'all got some, I got some change. I said, I, 